don't talk again until I'm ready for you, all right? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. I'm Brent Constantine, and with me is Christine Bordelin. Hello. Christine, how's it going? Um, It's been a tough week, but I'm trying to come to this week with a bit more positivity than last week. Last week, I'm going to admit this to you, I was a little wasted, but I was just in a really sad place. I want to apologize to you for, you know, maybe being a bit loose last week. I think it was pretty noticeable. I tried to edit around, but of course, I can't completely cut you out as it would just be me talking to myself. I just cut you down as much as I possibly could. And I think the show is stronger for it, but definitely appreciate that apology. I'm back in it. I'm feeling good. I'm single and I'm loving it. That's the point of the show is to be single and then not be single anymore. I feel like I'm just in a really great place for the podcast. That's great. But just in case I have set it up so I'm able to just completely edit you out this time or in the future, uh, you know, if you're listening and uh, you go through the rest of the episode, Christine's not in it past this point. You might not even notice till the end uh, if I hadn't said anything. I respect that. How are you, though? Can we talk about you? I want to know what you're up to. Last time we had a, a bit of a discussion and we had both been a bit let down by former business partner and Correct. Tony Express, who, you know, still hasn't uh, still hasn't popped up. Tony Express, if you're listening, uh, I will track you down no matter what. Uh, we'll find you and you will be brought to justice. But to make the most of a bad situation, I was operating the Boston Pizza Express in uh, the north of Vancouver Wharf District, the shipping container district. Uh, Things were tough. Things were tough. A new business, especially one that no real income flow at this point and really surrounded by shipping containers, I think was one of our biggest detractors from from making making it work down there since then i've hired a forklift to move our shipping container kind of across the city into sort of a food truck situation so we can really go anywhere that this forklift is able to uh, to transport and then of course the day on the other side where we set everything up after it's been kind of knocked around nothing's nailed down so you know a day a day and a half but we can it's really mobile we can really move wherever we need to so that's a big exciting development wow talk about to go uh, okay, uh, so Maria's still on board. You know, she's still working there at the Boston Pizza Express. She's agreed to get that forklift license, so we're able oh, to. Great! I think that in every rose there's a silver lining, and so Tony Express is leaving has sort of opened up a new uh, rose petal for us. In in a sense, you and Maria seem pretty tight. Maria's uh, in her fifties. I'm absolutely not interested at all. Uh, you know, she's a well. You don't know. No, a hundred percent sure. She's a great worker. I mean, if a hundred percent is everything I'm looking for, she's about seventy percent. That's pretty high. It's pretty good. Not good enough, but definitely, I love the room for improvement. You paid her yet? So things are really going well at the Boston Pizza Express. This is a this is a business literally on the move. And if you tasted our food, you know, you know, there's room for improvement. But the, I always want that. I don't want to be if you're at 100 percent. I mean, there's nowhere to go. If you're at 50, 60 percent in, in taste and quality, people are going to see that there's something here. Everybody's welcome to come down. Uh, capacity is three uh, in one of those. Three? Well, those are shipping containers. Tony Express took a lot of tools with them, so we haven't been able to kind of cut a door on the other side. I think Maria's working on that. Um, she's got a couple of screwdrivers. Well, what tools do you have? A couple of screwdrivers. That's it? Well, we had a hammer, and then I got a little frustrated. I threw it into the off the wharf, hit a ship, 
and uh you know some of those sailors are pretty angry i mean i i I don't understand they don't own the ships fellas is what i said you guys just work on these ships the masters that you serve those fat cats they're not saying ah which one of you guys hit the side with the hammer this is coming out of your ship pay but they wouldn't listen to me. So, uh, I mean, that's a big part of why we had to get out of there as, as fast as that um, that tractor was able to, to drive, which was not very quick. So barely got out of there. Let's talk about uh, Denny, excuse me, Denny, and uh, how he's doing. Is he alive? I feel like he is still alive. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I think right now I'm kind of focused on... Um sort of figuring out his last movements and like what can right. I do I've already like looked at the physical evidence I remember when this when Denny first died or disappeared you talked about the murdering expertise that you have it's really the first 48 hours and we've entered six weeks at this point so let me just yeah. let me just pull that up if there's 12 hours in a day sorry 24 hours in a day seven Okay, times six. So this is the first uh, 1,008 hours. I mean, a lot more than 48 there, obviously. Yeah, unfortunately, the police have kind of decided it was a suicide. They're like, there's not much we can do. Tough break. They're just so convinced because he kind of just walked off without any of his possessions. They didn't find any like scuff marks or anything. So they're just kind of thinking he just like walked into the water. No note, but they were also saying it might be on his phone, Mm. which they haven't had access to. Right, because you have the phone. Yeah, but if I can't get into it, then they can't get into it. Like my ace in my hole is the phone. I feel like I can figure out what Danny's password is first before cops that don't even know him. He has been inside me, so I feel like I have a better understanding of like what numbers he'd put as a password mm. and you only get three tries on an iPhone. And I tried zero, 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 zero because Danny is a huge Kanye fan, but it didn't work. So I'm not quite sure what to do. And I only have two tries left. So I'm kind of just trying to like get into his head again, figure out like what numbers he might like. Like, I feel like he'd like a two, maybe but I don't know about the other ones. Of course, I think a lot of people talk about defunding the police. And I think, if anything, I think they should get more money so that they can fund independent investigations well, that's like not, yours. That's not what defunding the police means. Well, I think that in a sense, they would be defunded in that they would have less money for themselves because they'd be giving it to you. Independent investigators who are not union, which I think is a big thing to get those unions out of there, the dirty money there. Uh, they're mm-hmm. not responsible mm-hmm. really to any government or citizens. They're independent contractors. I don't think it really has anything uh, to do can- with defunding the police. They can just hire more consultants. They just need to like see me as a consultant and not some like psycho uh, ex. I, you know, I'll be honest. I, I really feel like this is a waste of your time and a waste of my time to hear about it. I think that Danny is, you know, if he's alive, that's great. If he's dead, you know, it is what it is. So I think what we need to do is just move on and really focus our efforts, one, on making this business a big success, and two, tracking down Tony Express and making him pay for what he's done. Yes, I would love that. So I think we can definitely move on and forgive and forget, but also never forget what Tony Express did. And Tony Express, I'm coming for you, and I'm going to rip you apart. 
like a pack of wild dogs. And again, if I can find them, a pack of wild dogs, or maybe just a pack of dogs that aren't, aren't wild, or maybe a bit of a grab bag if I can only find some dogs that are wild, some dogs that are tamed. Hopefully they get along well enough to they can kind of complete this task because they're not from the same backgrounds. But, you know, that's part of my work. Really, you don't have to worry about that. All you need to know is that dogs are going to be biting into you and ripping you apart. So you're not going to have time to ask questions or really spot which dogs are which because they're going to be ripping you apart limb from limb. So anyway, let's move on here. And uh, wait, what's this? Who is this? Okay, I, it's this, I wanted... I wanted to surprise you because you had such a hard. It's that grape. Okay, it's this grape guy. I told you after the show. I okay. So Shane is back. Sorry, I didn't have time to change before I got here. No problem, Shane. Okay, Christine. I told you after the show. I told you after the show two weeks ago. I never wanted to see this guy again. I know. Okay, he came in here with a bad attitude. But he helped me a lot. I tried to edit him out of the episode. He helped me a lot, and I think it, I think he could help. Thank you. you for having me. Thanks, okay, sh- Shane. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for knocking, huh? Thanks for knocking. You see the red light on the I, studio? Uh, yes. He can't even uh, fucking talk. Yeah. He comes in here. Uh, he bursts. He bursts in here. Sorry, I just haven't had a glass of water all day. Well, we can get you one. I'm not paying for this. Anyway, so Brent, you're going to be asking him questions, and he's going to be tony express and then you're going to be able to figure out where tony express is he doesn't look anything like tony express he has both eyes no scars across his chin and mouth don't think about what he looks like okay he's way taller than tony don't express think about tony what express he looks is like. imagine four six four once seven he gets in character you're not platform. even going to notice the i think difference. just just wait my friend just wait because I've, pr- I've prepared a performance for you that will uh, blow Listen, your acting, socks off. You're acting so Brent, I want you to ask Shh, the kind of questions. So I don't think your acting skills are in question because I think we agreed last time that you're an amazing actor and are, are wasted on grape commercials or whatever the fuck you told us you were doing. I wish I could book a grape commercial. Okay. It's all Shh, trade quiet. shows. So I think that what's my problem is, is your attitude. Your attitude is bad. I take the note. Hi, Tony. Wow. Hey, how you doing? Nice to uh, see you. I just want to say, man, I am so sorry that I missed our big wedding day. Yeah, you really screwed up. I'm cheesed at myself because, honestly, the, the girls at the uh, compound are dropping like flies. There's some some sort of some sort of uh, virus is going around the compound. And, man, I could have used a fresh injection of uh, wife. And also, I hurt your feelings. And that's what really matters. That's kind of what I've been waiting for, honestly. Thank you. You know what? I'm even more shocked and surprised by the fact that you totally owned my friend Brent. Mm. I did own him. Mm. I totally owned him. Getting off track here a little bit, Brent. You're uh, an expert businessman. That's true. You have a lot of good ideas on how to bring people together. That's true. Your layouts for speed dating events are, are second to none. Mm-hmm. The way that you placed all the banquet tables mm. and you were able to react quickly under pressure mm. at venue changes. All right. Okay. Well, let me tell you something, Tony Express. Uh, you're a little bit taller than I remember you, but soon you're going to get ripped apart by wild dogs uh, or an a, like association of dogs that I put together, a conglomerate of dogs. They're going to rip you apart and ripped at least six or seven inches off your body. And I deserve it. I hope I'm awake for it. And I feel every bite. Mm. I betrayed you. I've watched the changes you've made to Boston Pizza Express, mm-hmm. the location changes. And I watched Maria on that forklift and it's inspiring. Christine, I got to say, this guy's good. He might be the best actor I've ever seen. I'm looking past... The grape costume he's in right now, and I'm just seeing Tony Express. And he absolutely is. He's so good. What about this money thing, Tony Express? You know, you talk a big game about, you know, wanting to feel the dogs ripping you apart and wanting to feel sorry. 
But what are you going to do to make this right? Whatever, whatever it takes. I'll I want to repair this friendship. I want. I'll do. tell you what it takes. It takes the financial investment that I was guaranteed by your high deacon. He assured me through the ceremony of cups and cards that this business was legitimate. So I need that financial obligation and commitment that you made. I need that money, Tony. Yeah. I need the credit card. I need the credit card information. Christine, mm -hmm. what do I do? Just give him the money. What? You're in character. Just do it. I don't it. have any money. Give me the credit card information. Then just do I it. I just got this credit card. He's not going to actually use it or anything. Uh, yeah, Brent. Um, I want to make this right. Good. Um, just let me get my card. Okay. Yeah. Get it out. Yeah. It's okay. It's it's a uh, it's discover card. Okay. It's a bit rare. Uh, six six two one eight mm -hmm. four one three five. Mm -hmm. Three six seven mm -hmm. eight mm -hmm. two niner niner one. Okay. And uh, it expires uh twelve twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Access code seven one three. Okay, that's great. That's all you needed to say, Tony Express. From the beginning, I wish you just said that. And we could have spared a lot. The card is under Shane McLean. It's not under Tony Express. Okay. All right, don't break character here for a second. Now let me just go through. Sorry. And I just want to okay, sure. let me just go through and enter that. Niner. Niner. All right, Shane. McLean. All right, it goes through. It wasn't so hard, was it? No. No, it's easy. Tony Express, thanks to you, we've been able to, uh, you know, pay for those first two bread bowling machines and get, um, you know, a down payment on the third that works on uh, extra large loaves. So Maria is going to be very excited to put that together tonight when I call her back to work. This is a good role play we're doing. Yeah. Um, how do you feel, Brent? How do you feel after that role play? My bank account statement uh definitely reflects how happy i am well maybe we can go on to the questions now hold on my bank's calling me when i was 19 and played bass in a rock band i fell in love with a guy i'll call brian after six years together i got pregnant i thought brian would be thrilled but he wasn't brian refused to give up his rock and roll lifestyle he shows up to see our son ricky two or three times a month, but doesn't even look at him. Brian says, I can't alter who and how he is. Should I get my ex out of our lives for good and risk resentment from Ricky? They were just playing the video game rock band, right? All right, turn your mic off, please. Wait, so they both have a rock and roll lifestyle? I'm she gave hers up when she got pregnant, and then that's definitely just incompatible, is obviously they both got two different dreams. One is being successful as a rock, rock and roll artist, and one is just raising Ricky, a son named Ricky. For the, for the good of the child, I think he's going to be more interested in being with someone who's, you know, who's given up on those other dreams and focus on just raising him. Yeah, I think that totally makes sense. And also, like, who is this person? Like, what what's a rock band anymore, you know? I think that music and, and art is really important to our lives, and I think that there's a lot of kids out there, and there's very few musicians I think that we've got an artist in the studio with us here, and he's still following his passion. Okay, good point. That's true, and I've left a lot of kids in my wake. Ricky's an interesting name for a kid. That's kind of an old man's name. Ricky Lake was a talk show host. I think the only old person name is Grandpa, and as long as you're not calling kid that, I think that 
these names are kind of timeless. I think Ricky is a, it's got a lot of character. So you can shorten that to Rick, extend it to uh, Ricky or Richard, I guess. Richie. Yeah, Richie. Dick. That's a good point. Ricardo. Chard. Chard. Charizard. My 15-year-old son, Todd, has started seeing a girl he goes to school with. However, my son confided that her parents have started asking him all sorts of questions like, I thought you were a good student. Why aren't you on the honor roll? Do you keep your room clean? Would you change for our daughter? Oh my gosh. He isn't asking for that girl's hand in marriage, exclamation mark. So no question here. So again, if you're writing in, if you're bothering to take the time to write into this podcast, just put you know, put a question mark at the end. It's not hard. He isn't asking for that girl's hand in marriage? That is a question. So, okay, if we can kind of interpret what the question might be, and it's it's difficult to do without a question mark in here at all. Well, I guess actually there's a bunch of question marks here, but they're in quotation marks, and those are I questions I don't think they want the us parent. to answer so, those questions. So it seems like the parent here of Ricky, Todd, sorry, it's Ricky was the other kid, really invested here in what this other family thinks about her. Todd, break up. With, it, with this girl, the parents are, are looking for a lot of information. Soon it's going to go to financial details. I, I've, I've dated women. I've just told them straight up, I'm not talking to your parents. I'm not answering any questions. We can go to dinner. Totally fine. But if they start asking questions, I'll get up and leave. Walk away from the table. I'm, I'm going to bring the meal with me, obviously. I'll just sit at a table that's adjacent or uh, also in the restaurant. And um finish it there yeah when i bring my dad on dates with me he never says stuff like this it's very inappropriate he should just be there in the background watching Mm. with a ruler to make sure you're far enough apart your dad brings a ruler on your dates yeah like a meter stick just to make sure we're far enough apart i'm just a very fertile person well yeah i mean that's legitimate you never know what those chefs are doing back there on disability and working hard to get myself healthy. But my boyfriend, Jack, thinks I do nothing but sit on my butt all day. He says it's my job to help him relax. I give him a massage every night, but when I ask him for one, he acts like it's a chore. What would be the best way to let him know I'm tired of it? In your massage oil, the next time you give him a massage, put some poison ivy in there, wear gloves so it doesn't get on you, and just rub that shit all over his back and his butt and his legs and give him the rash of a lifetime because he's acting like a total j- mm-hmm. like jerk. I, you know, I, I'm glad you didn't attach your name to this because if any government workers found out that you were on disability but still had the mobility to give a massage every single night, you'd probably be kicked off of uh, the welfare system pretty quick. You, like your arms could be like not the issue. I think there's a lot of jobs you can get arms only or legs only. I think disability is a really touchy subject. I actually played grapes at a disability conference once and I met a lot of people and I learned all their stories. Well, I think if you're calling it that, you maybe don't understand exactly what you're talking about... No, I'm just saying their disability checks. I think they should get even more money. And I got some massages from them and they were just as good as any massage I've ever had. So there you go. The massages are fine. Great, even. Shane, could you tell us a bit more about this conference you were at? Yeah, it was just... I think it was just... It was more of a mixer than a conference. It was like a meetup.com thing and they just had a couple different you know, mascots there. There was another guy. He was uh, Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. Or he was, he was the candles, yeah. 
Anyways, great massages, great people. Uh, give them more, more of that government money. That's what I say. Um, you've really specialized in fruit-based roles, and it seems like it's finally. I don't know how long you've been doing this, but it seems like a big payoff coming soon your way. Uh, I got a lot of a lot of interesting stuff coming my way. I got a really interesting job uh, opportunity, not an offer yet, but a great audition opportunity from a uh, Naked Grape Vineyards. Uh, they're promoting their new white Riesling, and they need uh, grapes. Uh, I have a purple costume. I've been up since uh, yesterday, bleaching every uh, grape on the costume, and so far, they're mostly pink. Uh, and I don't know if you can make uh, purple turn to the color uh, that white wine is. Uh, I might have ruined my grapes. I don't know. Like, even if I make them white, white wine's not white. It's, it's like yellow. Probably the color is less important than you're, you know, just going to smell like bleach the whole time, probably. Yep. Oh, and break up. They sh these two should break up okay everybody that's all the time we have for today i want to thank everybody for tuning in uh to dating tips and tricks and expert love advice tony express if you're listening i'm gonna rip you apart danny if you're listening come home soon i'm brent constantine with me is christine bordelin hello and special guest uh these this grape guy hey thanks hey, that's enough we will see you next week and until then may your hearts be full